One World Wildlife Ministry podcast. We're on the air. Uh, let's see. We've got Anchor Cast Box, uh, Spreaker. Cast Box. Whoa, there it is. Boy, that was my feedback here. All right. Let's crack that down. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Uh, lots going on. Still having the issues with the flashing. Uh, channels, I have no idea. It's it's still not working right. So uh, we're gonna bypass that. I'm not even gonna worry about it because I can't even watch it. I can't even get to the playbacks here uh, or the replay. So we are gonna just bypass that, uh, jump right through that. So there it is. Let's pull the phone monitor up. We'll we'll get that going. Uh, amen. All right. Let me. <laughs> Let me recenter here. Uh, and again, not working on the other computers. I don't know why. Uh, typical situation there. So we're not even going to worry about that. It's just flashing. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to worry about that, friends. We're going to just go live because uh, well, we are live. Uh, it is. Uh, well, you're here, right? You're here. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to worry about that. I That is uh, a mystery to me, and I have no idea. So we're just going to bring our friends over at Spreaker.com. Uh, amen. There you are, Spreaker.com. How you doing? You're live on the air. Uh, good to see you guys. Uh, uh, we are here, my friends. So we're going to roll right into it. No time to waste it is Thursday, May 27th. we got to roll up our sleeves, get our cup of coffee, grab our Bibles, pens, papers, notebook, tablets, highlighters for your highlighters. Uh, and we're going to dig right straight into the Word of God tonight, my friends. i got two parts. So this is going to be uh, one of two. Uh, the next one, uh, I'm going to be jumping over to our... Uh, what do you call it, the uh, Melon Ministry uh, Podcast Network, uh, at about 8.30 or so, approximately. And then back on YouTube here tonight, uh, with Spreaker, Blog Talk, Radio, Anchor, Cast Box, 1, 2, and 3, uh, about 11.30, uh, finish up that series. Uh, what a kind of wrap that one up for a minute. Uh, we still got a lot go to go. In the Minor Prophets, but uh, I did want to get back on here uh, and do a double whammy against the devil, my friends. That's right. That's what we got to do. Stay in that Word of God. Keep pressing in. Keep digging in. You know, I'm right here. <laughs> Come on, friends. Uh, <laughs> boy, have I been under attack this week. It has been uh, really uh, pretty bad. Uh, and, uh, so I just told the devil, get to packing, get your coffee, and get on out of Dodge. It, you ain't got no authority here, and I'm never gonna give it to you, so get to stepping, right? As they say, get to stepping, get to moving. All right, well, uh, I gotta bring that thunder in that, uh, in that channel there, so, Amen. All right, there it is, that thunder. Uh, all right, my friends, listen, we're going to pray it right in. You already got your lineup here. Uh, your Bibles, 
copy, pens, papers, notebook, tablets, highlighters for your highlighters. Uh, I'm your host, Pastor Crowley, here live, uh, blasting the devil tonight. Boy, we got, like I said, I got a lot for you, uh, my friends, so uh, get yourself in your easy chair, wherever you happen to be sitting at here, well, you know, whatever you're at. Uh, friends, and uh, let's get uh, let's get into the Bible. Let's uh, look at the minor prophets as I continue in that series, uh, and then, like I said, we're gonna dig into the uh, I'm gonna dig into the Book of Baruch. We're gonna go into the Orthodox Study Bible uh, recap series on that one. Uh, amen, friends. So good to see you back again. Uh, like I said uh, last night. I'm gonna to try to get on here every single day, one way or the other. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step this back up again. Uh, you know, a lot, lot's been going on, and so I'm trying to, you know, balance it all out, work it all out uh, between everything, and, and but still stay steady full time here uh, on the broadcast. So, uh, all right. So it is uh, again May third, uh, May twenty seventh. Uh, tad bit over six uh, Pacific Standard Time. I got the windows open. Uh, you know, a little windy. So if you hear some doors closing up, it's because the studio doors are open and the wind is horrendous up here. Uh, it is uh, pretty much uh, just blowing uh, everything. So I we have some of the windows open and uh, a couple of doors, so that's if you hear any of that loud slamming stuff, it's just the wind. Amen. Unless my friends come up, I never know. I got surprise visitors coming in all the time, uh, and uh, some neighbors and all that stuff. So, you know, they they want to hear the word of God too. So why not as we preach the message? Amen. All right, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast. Again, Pastor Rick Riley here live, Studio A, on a Thursday evening. First service here. Uh, and then, like I said, I'll take a quick break and uh, jump over to the Mellon Ministry Podcast Network with Twitch TV and Tin Can at about 8.30. Uh, and then getting back on here on YouTube, uh, Block Talk Radio again. At, like I said, about 11.30 or so, we'll see how things go. Uh, I had to restart this at least three or four times here. Uh, some more technical issues going on, uh, but uh, that's okay. We're, we're here. You're here. Good to see you, my brothers and sisters. The church doors are open. Let's get in here and get some Word of God. Let's get some Bible study. Uh, today, we're going to open up with... Uh, Jeremiah, as I continue in that series, I'm going to open up with uh, Jeremiah 51 and 52, uh, friends, like I said, and then we're going to go into Baruch 1 and 2, and then we'll go back uh, to the King James, and we're going to just go right into the Minor Prophets, and we're going to read a couple of chapters, uh, one to three chapters uh, from, like I said, from Nahum, all the way to Zechariah, friends. We're going to revisit the Minor Prophets tonight. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I did it before, but, you know, like I said, uh, when the Spirit throws stuff at me, oh, God, you don't argue with the Spirit, my friends. Just do it, right? All right, my brothers and sisters. Boy, like I said, I got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Let me get my coffee here. Amen. 
I put a new table up on this side, so kind of nice with the, um, you know, with the uh, monitor or the mixer here on that right side. I don't have to, I don't have to stretch out way over here anymore and try to fight with all that stuff. Boy, that was a mess. Uh, amen, right? All right. Good, good, good. <laughs> well, let's get going. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you always, every single minute, every single day, uh, for the day, for the breath, for the air, for everything, Father God. You know, uh, it is uh, awesome to serve you. It is awesome to be in your uh, Holy Spirit presence here, as always. And, um, you know, it's just awesome to, uh, you know, be in your service, just preaching this word, getting this message out. Uh, Father God, uh, just uh, just always amazed and just always humbled uh, to be called into this ministry, called into this mission, and thank you again for that. Uh, Father God, I want to lift up my family, friends, everybody watching, hearing, uh, have your holy angels uh, around them, protect them, watch over them, guide them, encourage their hearts, encourage their minds, and keep them moving forward as... Uh, uh, you know, as, uh, in these end times, as things, you know, uh, just seem so uh, hopeless and, and just so dark. Uh, but, Father God, you are that light. And we cling on to you, we hold on to you, and uh, we uh, cherish you. So, uh, Father God, as you always do, I thank you for that. And I uh, always want to... Uh, to ask your protection over the Wi-Fi, over the protection, uh, the the studio here, uh, over the equipment, gear, so that I can keep and continue to get this message out. Uh, again, as you called me onto this path, um, I thank you for that. Uh, it is awesome. So thank you, God, for this day, for every day, uh, for everything. So thank you, in Jesus' precious name, I pray right now. Well, good evening, <laughs> my friends. I fixed my mic a little bit here, so kind of straightened out a little bit. Got uh, uh, got the cord kind of straightened out a little bit, not much, uh, but uh, there, you know, just a little bit here. Uh, and, um, I think it's it's gonna work out. Uh, so that way I have the ability to back it up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, as long as I wa I'm watching a reading on the Spreaker channel, we're live here on the air with them right now. Uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch more, uh, which is amazing. I mean, we're all over the all over the planet here, friends. Uh, anybody that can catch a podcast or has a podcast uh, catcher uh, you guys will be able to hear this message uh, amen alright let me get caught up on a couple of quick notes here uh, amen alright uh, okay I think we're good <laughs> check <laughs> I think we're good let's get going uh, grab that cup of coffee, and, um, well, I gotta get the gnats off my cup. That didn't help, right? Amen. That's all right. They need some coffee, too. 
Well, let's get going. Uh, real quick here, friends. Now, my chair has not been working. Uh, so, if it drops in the middle of a podcast, I'm all right. Don't worry about it. It's just the chair is breaking. Got to get a new one. Got to get it replaced here. Uh, so, give you a heads up, <laughs> my friends. I just give you a heads up, just in case. Don't worry. I'm okay. Stay right where you're at. Amen. <laughs> Let's get going, friends. Oh, I'm excited. I got to uh, read this uh, to you, uh, friends. We are at the conclusion of Jeremiah. Uh, so we've been going in that pretty steady. A uh, lot of scriptures in this, a lot of chapters, 50, I believe, uh, 52 here. Uh, so that's amazing. Uh, all right. So. Like I said, I hope you have your notes. Lots of stuff to share with you today, my friend. So, uh, all right, are we in, are we good? We're we're in check here. We're good to we're good to go. Uh, let's put the devil in check. How about that? Uh, amen. Right. All right. Hang on here. Uh, always good to, uh, you know, get these notes out of the way, so. All right. So there it is. Uh, now, so you know, I, I, at about an hour, I got to go back here into Anchor and CastBox and get them reset. Uh, typical, you know, process here. They only give us an hour. Uh, so... I have to put in temporary information, uh, get through it as quick as I can. It takes me about five minutes or so, uh, and then uh, we keep blasting, friends. We're going to keep the cameras rolling. we got everything uh, set and ready to go, so let's get going uh, right into it, friends, right off the bat. Let's get going here. Uh, amen. And again, if you hear any loud slams or doors or something, it's just because the wind is blowing uh, pretty good up here. Uh, so, uh, and I do have the studio door shut, but it keeps popping open. So, uh, yeah, I get my raveling time in. So let's get going. Let's get into the word here, friends. All right, chapter 51 uh, in Jeremiah. All right. All right, there it is. All right, so the word came to Jeremiah. Hang on here, friends. <laughs> Drop my pen. Uh, the word came to Jeremiah, my brothers and sisters, and it came to him uh, for all the Jews dwelling in the land of Egypt, right, and staying in Migdol, uh, and in Iaphanus. Uh, I told you these words are tough. Now, uh, let's see. And in the land of Pathros, saying, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, You saw the calamities abroad upon Jerusalem and the cities of Judah. Behold, they are desolate without inhabitants because of their evils which they committed to provoke me. By burning incense to other gods, they did not know. Ah, Right now, yet 
uh, early in the morning, I sent you my servants and prophets. I sent them saying, do not this or do not do this deed of defilement, which I hate. But they did not listen to me, nor did they incline their ear to turn from their evils of burning incense to other gods. So my wrath and anger fell upon them and was kindled in the cities of Judah and outside uh, outside Jerusalem. They became a desolation and impassable as it is this day. Well, that's not good. Uh, Alright, i got to move this up here. There it is, so I can hear everything. Uh, amen. Alright. Like I said, on the headphones, uh, friends, that was a gift uh, from one of our, uh, our sponsors. Uh, a couple of headsets, a couple of mics, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, so this, with this one, it's the actual mic for Channel One, uh, for the podcast, and you can actually, uh, hear the playback, which is great. Uh, always, uh, like I said, always looking to improve stuff here, friends, amen. All right, let's continue. All right, so they did not listen to me, this is the, he says, uh, do not do this deed of defilement, which I hate. But they did not listen to me, nor did they incline their ear to turn from their evils of burning incense to other gods. So my wrath and anger fell upon them and was kindled uh, in the cities of Judah and outside Jerusalem. They became as a desolation and impossible uh, as it says, as this day. Alright, so now, thus says the Lord Almighty, Why do you commit great evils against your souls to cut off your man and women and your child and infant from the midst of Judah? Uh, the evils did not leave one of you as a remnant because you provoked me with the works of your hands by burning incense to other gods in the land of Egypt, in which you entered to dwell, you cut yourself off uh, so as to become a curse and a disgrace among all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the evils of your fathers, the evils of kings of Judah, the evils of your rulers, uh, and the evils of your wives? which they committed in the land of Judah and outside Jerusalem, they have not ceased even to this day, nor have they cleaved to my statutes, which I gave in the presence of their fathers. All right, a couple of notes here. Now therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, I set my face against you to destroy all the remnant in Egypt, they shall fall by the sword and by famine, and they shall die. From the least to the greatest, they shall be as a disgrace, uh, a destruction, and a curse. I shall visit the uh, those who dwell in the land of Egypt as I visited uh, Jerusalem with a sword, famine, and death. Of those left in Judah... And who dwell in the land of Egypt, there shall be 
uh, not be any of them who shall return to the land of Judah, to which they hope in their hearts to return, but only those who escape shall return. Oh, mercy. All right. How's the camera looking? I didn't move it since yesterday. Uh, I'm going to have to put like, some kind of barrier or something around it to keep uh, from bumping into it, from moving into it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to do with that thing. Uh, still waiting on that, uh, that uh, attachment uh, to get that to the wall. Uh, that would be great. Uh, that would be awesome. So I'm still waiting on that. It's going to be a while. Patience. Right? Patience. All right. So, uh, let's see. So, let's continue here with verse 15 in the book of Baruch. Or not Baruch. Not yet. We're getting there. Jeremiah 51. Uh, that all men who knew their wives burned incense to other gods and all the great assembly of women and all the people who stayed in the land of Egypt and Paphos. Uh, answered Jeremiah, saying, As for the word you spoke to us in the name of the Lord, we will not listen to you. But we will certainly do word or do every word which proceeds from your mouth. To burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and to pour out drink offerings to her, as we and our fathers, our kings and our princes, have done in the cities of Judah and outside Jerusalem. For we were full of bread, and we were uh, well off and saw no calamities. But since we stopped burning incense to the Queen of Heaven, we are all diminished and have died by sword and famine. But while we burned incense to the Queen of Heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, uh, we, or did we make cakes to her and pour out drink offerings to her without our husbands? Then Jeremiah spoke to all the people, the mighty men, the women, and all the people conversing with him, saying, did not the Lord remember the incense you burned in the cities of Judah and outside Jerusalem, you and your fathers, your kings and rulers and the people of the land? And did it not come into his heart? Um, all right, tumblers uh, popping here. We've got something coming through. Now, uh, let's see. Um... All right, the Lord could no longer bear with your evil deeds and with your uh, with the abominations you committed. Thus, your land became as desolation, right? Desolation is impassable, uh, and as a curse, as it is uh, this day. All right. Because you burned incense and sinned against the Lord and did not heed the voice of the Lord nor walk in his ordinances, his law, uh, and his testimonies, therefore these calamities came upon you. Now, Jeremiah uh, also said to the people and to the women, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, you 
wives spoke with your mouth and fulfilled with your hands, uh, saying, We will surely keep the confessions we made uh, to burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and to pour out drink offerings to her. You certainly stood fast and performed your confessions. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. All Judah will dwell in the land of Egypt. And behold, I swear by my great name, says the Lord, that my name shall no more be in the mouth of everyone in, in Judah, and, and that uh, are to say, the Lord and Master lives in all the land of Egypt. For behold, I have watched over them to harm them, and not to do them good. For all the men of Judah who dwell in the land of Egypt shall die by sword and famine. All right. Uh, until they cease to be, yet those few in number who escape the sword shall return to the land of Judah. Uh, but the remnant of Judah who stayed in the land of Egypt uh, to dwell there shall know these people, or know these uh, whose word will remain steadfast, this shall be a sign for you that I will visit you for evil. Thus says the Lord. I will give Hophra, king of Egypt, into the hands of the enemy and into the hands of those who seek his life. Uh, as I gave Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, his enemy who sought his life. All right, let's go into the next one. Now, this is where Baruch comes into play here. Uh, and, and like I said, we're going to go into that too. Uh, start uh, chapter 1 and 2 in Baruch. And I'll give you a little bit of the theory, the little background, a little history again like I did last night. Uh, kind of repeat that, so I'm going to give that to you again. Uh, all right, so check this out. If you haven't ever read this or heard of this, it's in here. It's in the Bible. Uh, as I'm going to go, like I said, we're in the Orthodox Study Bible uh, recap series. Uh, all right, so this is titled, A Promise to Baruch. Now, the word Jeremiah, the prophet, spoke to Baruch, the son of Neriah, when he wrote these words in the book from the mouth of Jeremiah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. Uh, as he says, Thus the Lord spoke to you, O Baruch, uh, because you said, Alas, alas, for the Lord added pain upon to me. Uh, I laid down in groaning, but found no rest. Thus you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, And behold, I pull down those uh, whom I built up, And I pluck up those whom I planted. So will you seek great things for yourself? Do not seek them, for behold, I will bring calamities upon all flesh, says the Lord. But I will give you life as uh, finding a treasure in every place, wherever you go. There you go. All right, friends, let's get to chapter 52 here in the book of Jeremiah, the death of Zedekiah. 
Uh, now, Zedekiah was 21 years old uh, when he began to reign. And he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna. Then it came to pass in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, on the tenth day of the month, here if you keep a track, uh, that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came with all his army against Jerusalem. Uh, they surrounded it with a fortress and encircled it with stones. Now, the city was besieged until the eleventh hour of King Zedekiah. On the ninth day of the month, the famine became, uh, became severe in the city, and there was no bread for the people of the land. Then the city was broken through, and all the men of war went out uh, at night by way of the gates between the wall and the outwork uh, next to the garden of the king. Right? Amen. All right. And, don't worry about that too much right there. All right. A little bit of extra stuff I forgot. Uh, that's all right. We'll catch up. All right. All right. So, uh, at the time the Chaldeans surrounded the entire city, they went to the road of Arba, uh, right? But the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king and overtook him in the country beyond Jericho. And all his servants were scattered from him. They took the king and brought him to the king of Babylon at uh, Riblah. Uh, and he pronounced judgment against him in Riblah. The king of Babylon slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah and all the rulers of Judah before his eyes. He blinded the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in shackles. And the king of Babylon brought him to Babylon. There it is. I almost thought it was going to say out of Babylon, but he didn't say that. He said and bound him to shackles. And the king of Babylon brought him back to, he dragged him all the way back to Babylon again, and placed him in the mill house uh, until he died. Man. All right. Let's see if I can't fix that. Uh, give me a minute here, my friends. Uh, let's see, gotta do something here. Alright. And give me another minute here, my friends. I'm gonna continue here. Couple of notes I gotta fix uh, for the message here. Let's get to it. Um, yes. All right. Uh, let's see. So, 
the destruction of Jerusalem reviewed. Right? Now, in the fifth month, on the tenth day of the month, Nebuchadnezzar, or Nebuchadnezzar Dan, not Nebuchadnezzar, but another one, Nebuchadnezzar Dan, uh, there you go, uh, the captain of the guard who served before the king of Babylon came to Jerusalem. He burned the house of the Lord and the king's house and all the houses of the city. Every great house he burned with fire. Then the army of the Chaldeans with the captain of the guard pulled down every wall round about Jerusalem. But the captain of the guard left the remnant of the people to be vine dressers and farmers. All right, now the Chaldeans also broke in pieces the bronze pillars of the house of the Lord. Uh, and the pedestals and the bronze sea in the house of the Lord. And they carried all the bronze to Babylon. The captain of the guard also took uh, away the rim, the bowl, and meat hooks, and all the brazen vessels in which they ministered, uh, and the basins, the snuffers, the oil funnels, all right. the candlesticks, the censers, the golden cups, and the silver cups, two pillars the one sea and the twelve bronze calves under the sea, which King Solomon made for the house of the Lord, and the bronze artifacts, which were beyond measure. Uh, as for the pillars, the height of one pillar was 35 cubits. Now we're getting into some details here, friends. Right? All right. There's that gnat go-away, right? Tell that not to go away. Uh, and 12 cubits measured the uh, circumference. It was four fingers in thickness, and a bronze border was upon them, and the length was five cubits. Uh, man. All right. Now, the height of one border around the capital was a network uh, and our network and pomegranates. All made of bronze. Similarly, similarly, there you go. Sound that one out. Uh, the second pillar had eight pomegranates for each of the 12 cubits. There were 96 pomegranates on each side. And all the pomegranates all around on the network were 100. All right. 100 pomegranates. All right, now we're going to get into the ending of this. The captives are brought to Babylon. Now, the captain of the guard took the chief priest, uh, the second priest, and the three who keep or kept the door, and one eunuch was over the men of war, and the seven men found in the city who were renowned before the presence of the king. The scribe of the armies um, who communicated to the people of the land and 60 men of the people of the land found in the midst of the city. So Nebuchadnezzar Dan, um, the captain of the guard, took them 
and brought them to the king of Babylon at Riblah. Then the king of Babylon put them to death at Riblah in the land of Haman. Alright, come on now. Uh, Alright, so Jehoiakim freed from prison. Alright, we're going to dig into this and take a look at it. Alright, now it came to pass in the 37th year of the captivity of Jehoiakim, uh, king of Judah, the 12th month and the 20th fourth day of the month, uh, evil Marodach, king of Babylon, in the year which he reigned, lifted up the head of Jehoiakim, uh, or Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and brought him out from the house where he was in prison. Now he spoke kindly uh, to him and sent, or set his throne above the thrones of the kings who were with him in Babylon. He also changed his prison garments. And uh, Jehoiakim ate his food in the presence of the king all the days of his life. His appointed portion was always given to him by the king of Babylon uh, from day to day until his death. Now let's go into the back last part of the study Bible notes here. Uh, right. Alright. 51, 52, all the way to uh, 52, 27. Now the two priests were Syria and Zephaniah for Kings 25, 18 on that one. Uh, 52-25, 37th year, spring 560, and anticipation of the Babylonian New Year, Jehoiakim was then 55 years old. Uh, evil Muradak uh, was the successor, 56, or 562 to 560 B.C., to Nebuchadnezzar. All right, there you go. A couple of back uh, messages here. Now, chapter 52, 26, and 27, although uh, told that no successor would occupy David's throne, that's going to be over in 2230, uh, Jehoiakim is treated kindly by the Babylonians. This event occurred more than 25 years after the sack of Jerusalem. Well, there you go, my friends. I laid it out for you. I made it easy to check out uh, for yourselves. As, uh, I like to read the scriptures here together with you. Uh, all right, I think I need some coffee. Getting a kind of had a sore throat a little bit here. Uh, so, Amen. Where's my mister? <laughs> I need a, a mist. All right. Should be drinking tea instead of coffee, but you you guys know me and my coffee, right? Uh, amen. All right, now let's break this down. Uh, amen. Let's break this down again. Um, let's see. Yes. All right, so let's break down the book of Baruch, my friends. The author dates again, theme, background, and uh, outline. Now, I did this last night, so I want to bring it to you again. Uh, now, the author, uh, Baruch, 
uh, was the secretary to the prophet Jeremiah. I wrote the second part of this book from uh, chapter 3, 9. To the end of the beginning uh, records the words of the Jewish community in exile in Babylon. So it's kind of neat uh, where it gives a, a background on that, a history of that. Now, the book of Baruch was uh, compiled sometime after the exile started or took place here. Uh, now, the date written somewhere or sometime after the siege of uh, uh, Jerusalem uh, in 586 B.C., the initial message was given in 581 B.C. Again, with those gnats, friends, I, you know, you can't, you can't really keep them out of there. Get them out of there. All right, let me straighten this out. I don't know why it seemed like it was off, but maybe it's not. It's just me. Amen, friends. All right, so now the date, again, written sometime after the siege of Jerusalem in 586 B.C., the initial message was given in 581 B.C. Uh, now, the theme, Baruch is the story of a Jewish community that repents. Aha, uh -huh, there it is. Uh, throughout Jeremiah's prophetic ministry, as recounted in this book, the Jews hardened their hearts to his words. And here we see a community in exile that responds to the heart, or from the heart, uh, to the call of repentance, like Jonah and Nineveh, right? Uh, all right, in astrological, <laughs> there it is, terms, the community represents the church and those who hear the call of God. Friends, do you hear the call of God? Amen, I hope so. Now, uh, confess their sins and come to him. Repentance, right, again. Now, the book is uh, best read as a story of the relationship between uh, God and his people. And there's that gnat. Man, oh, man. All right. Here's the background here. Uh, now, after Jerusalem was sacked and the leaders of Judah were deported, uh, the Jews established communities in ter territory occupied by Babylon. In this new situation of exile, the Jewish community, uh, now without uh, the temple and a political home, established connections with other Jews across Babylon. Here we meet Baruch, coming from Egypt to a community calling on them to soften their hearts and return in obedience to the Lord. They do so and send an offering to the Jews who remain near Jerusalem. Now, we're going to give you a, just a little bit of outline here, uh, talking about uh, the, I believe, the 70, the LXX is what it says, and uh, that is the 70. All right, now, again, real quick here, outline, uh, historical information, chapter 1. Corporate confession and prayer for deliverance for Jews in Jerusalem. Again, chapter 1, 13, 3 and 8. Uh, 3, that's the third one and the fourth here. God's gift of wisdom to Israel. Uh, chapter 3 on that one. And 4, poem of comfort and restoration. Chapter 4. Good stuff, right? 
All right, well, let's get right into it here, front side. Let me give you a, uh, let's see, let me give you a couple little notes here. Now, Baruch means blessed. That's the meaning of Baruch. Now, he was a friend of the prophet Jeremiah who placed great trust in him. Uh, that's going to be over in Jeremiah 32, 9, verse 15. And served the prophet as his secretary and reader of the temple. Uh, Jeremiah 36, 4, 8. Thus, the words of the book written by Baruch uh, are the words God gave to Jeremiah. Now, 1 and 2, and the LXX dates, or 70, put this event at 581 B.C. All right. Five years after the Chaldeans sacked Jerusalem, most scholars believe the book of Baruch was written about him, not by him. And at a time much later than the events of the books describes to honor him. So let's check this out, my friends. Chapter 1, and I believe we're just going to do 2 here. Chapter 1 and 2. Uh, amen. Now, uh, now, these are the words of the book written by Baruch, the son of Neriah. Uh, the son of uh, Messiah, the son of Zedekiah, the son of Hasadiah, Hasadiah uh, the son of Hilkiah, while in Babylon in the fifth year, on the seventh day of the month, at the time the Chaldeans took Jerusalem and burned it with fire, uh, a gathering of the exiles in Babylon. And Baruch read the words of this book to Jehoiakim, or Jeconiah, there it is, uh, the son of Jehoiakim. All right. King, as it says, uh, let's see if I can get that in there. All right. Uh, King of Judah. And all and to all the people who came up to hear the book, to the nobles and the sons of the kings, to the elders and all the people, from small to great. Amen. Move that up here a little bit. There it is. I and everyone dwelling in Babylon by the river Sud. There you go. Then they wept and fasted and prayed before the Lord. They took up a collection of silver. Uh, as uh, each was able to give. They took an offering. How about that? And sent it to Jerusalem, to Jehoiakim, the high priest, uh, the son of Hilkiah, and the son of Salam. Uh, and to the priests and all the people found with him in uh, Jerusalem. At that time, on the tenth day of the month, Sivan, Baruch took the silver vessels of the house of the Lord uh, fashioned by Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in order to return them to the land of Judah. Those vessels previously taken away from the temple uh, when Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and carried away Jeconiah uh, and the princess along with the captives, the powerful men and the people of the land, uh, and uh, had brought them 
from Jerusalem into uh, into the uh, exile from Babylon or in Babylon. Now, gifts for worship in Jerusalem. And they said, Behold, we send you silver with it by uh, whole, uh, whole bird offerings and sin offerings and incense. Uh, and prepare bread and offer them upon the altar of the Lord our God. And pray for the life of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Uh, and his son... Alright, a little bit of uh, fixing here. The end of the words are all cut off. <laughs> Alright. Uh, and pray for the life of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and his son Belshazzar. Belshazzar, as we already read in the book of Daniel. Uh, and the days on earth may be like the days of heaven, and the Lord will give us strength and enlighten our eyes. And we will live under the shelter of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and under the shelter of Belshazzar, Belshazzar, uh, his son. And we will serve uh, for many days and find mercy in their sight. Now we're going to go to the next one. Verse 13 here uh, is Rael's uh, confession. Pray for us to the Lord our God. Because we have sinned against the Lord our God. Even to this day, the wrath of the Lord and his anger is not turned away from us. He shall read this book, uh, which we are sending to you, in order to make confession in the house of the Lord on the feast days, of the, are on the solemn days. And you shall say, to the Lord our God belongs righteousness, but for us shame is on our faces. Uh, as it is this day for the people of Judah, to those inhabiting Jerusalem. Alright, uh, for our kings, for our rulers, for our priests, for our prophets, and for our fathers. Uh, who have sinned before the Lord. We have disobeyed him and have refused to heed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in the ordinances of the Lord which he gave us openly since the day of the Lord led our fathers out of the land of Egypt until this day. Uh, we have been disobedient toward him and neglected uh, to heed his voice. Now, the consequences of, his, of uh, Israel's sin. That's consequences for stuff, right? So, to this day, uh, evils cling to us. Even the curse which the Lord set forth through his servant Moses in the day he led our fathers out of the land of Egypt to give us the land uh, flowing with milk and honey. Now we did not heed the voice of the Lord our God and all the words of the prophets will be sent to us. Instead, each one has followed the imaginations of his own wicked heart to serve strange gods, to do evil deeds. 
uh, in the sight of the Lord our God. All right, let's go to chapter 2 here, friends. Uh, amen. So the Lord confirmed his words which he proclaimed against us and against our judges who judged Israel and our kings and rulers and against every man of Israel and Judah as you can uh, be seen in what was written of in the law of Moses. There has been nothing comparable anywhere under all the heavens. So, uh, let's see. As to that which has been done in Jerusalem, that a man eat the flesh of his son and the flesh of his daughter, he put them under subjection to all the kingdoms around us, to be reproach and uh, desolation uh, among all the nations around about us, where the Lord scattered them. And because we sinned against the Lord our God, and we did not obey, as it says, uh, and they did not obey his voice, we have been brought low and have not uh, been exalted. To the Lord our God belongs righteousness, friends. Amen. Uh, but to us and our fathers, shame on our faces uh, as at this day. All these calamities that the Lord proclaimed against us have come upon us. But we did not pray before the presence of the Lord. All right. Uh, to turn each one away. And there went my pen. Right at my foot. Really? <laughs> Man. Oh, mercy, my friends. Come on now. That devil's mad. I told you, he don't want this He don't want this message out. All right. I'm back. I missed you. I know, and I lost my lid. Oh, man. Really? I told you, this devil's mad. He don't want this message out. He's doing everything he can uh, to uh, sidetrack this thing. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Don't you know I got a backup plan here? All right, so we're <laughs> we're in uh, where are we at chapter two here. Um, amen. All right, so uh, so they were talking about being exalted and stuff. Now his voice, we've been brought low and uh, have not been exalted. Now to the Lord our God belongs to uh, belongs righteousness, but to us and our fathers shame on our faces. Let's recap this a little bit here. Uh, now as uh, at this day, all these calamities the Lord proclaimed upon us have come upon us. But we did not pray before the presence of the Lord to turn each one away and the purpose uh, purposes of his wicked heart. And the Lord has watched over the evils and the Lord brings these upon us. For the Lord is righteous in all his works. Amen, amen, amen. The Lord is righteous, my friends, right? Uh, in all his works, which he commands us. But we have not obeyed his voice uh, to conduct our lives in those uh, commandments of the Lord uh, that he has set before us. All right, plea for mercy and deliverance. 
All right, watching the clocks here. It's winding down on our anchor cast box. You guys got to get the first hour, and then we're going to keep rolling. Uh, plea for mercy and deliverance again now. And, uh, uh, oh, Lord, God of Israel, who, with a mighty hand, led your people out of the land of Egypt with signs and wonders and great power and with outstretched arm, uh, and made a name for yourself then, as it continues to this day. We have sinned and acted ungodly. We've acted unrighteously, O Lord our God, against all your commandments. Let your wrath turn away from us, for only a few of us remain with the nations where you have scattered us. O Lord, hear our prayer and our petition. Uh, and for your own sake, deliver us and grant us mercy before those who have carried us into exile in order that the whole earth may come up or come to know that you are the Lord our God. For Israel and the descendants are called by your name. Lord, look down from your holy house. And consider us, O Lord, incline your ear and hear us, O Lord. Open your eyes and behold for the dead who are in haze, whose spirit is taken from their bodies, will not ascribe glory and righteousness to the Lord, but the person who is greatly distressed, who walks bent over, uh, who is ailing and going blind. And the person who hungers... These will give glory and righteousness to you, O Lord. It is uh, not because of the righteous act of our fathers, of our kings, that we lay before you our humble plea. Um, o Lord, our God. Uh, let's see. For you sent down your anger and wrath upon us. You have said, though, the hand or through the hand of the servants, the prophets, saying, Thus says the Lord, Bend your shoulder and serve the king of Babylon, and remain in the land I give to your fathers. But if you do not heed the voice of the Lord to serve the king of Babylon, <coughs> hang on here, uh, I, let's see, I shall cause to cease from the cities and Judah from outside Jerusalem, the sound of gladness, the voice of joyfulness, and the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. Jesus, right? And the church. The whole land will become desolation of inhabitants. But we did not obey your voice. Uh, all right. To serve the king of Babylon. And you carried out your word when you spoke by your servants, the prophets. That the bones of our kings and the bones of our fathers would be carried out from their place. And behold, they have cast forth in the heat of the day and the frost of the night. And they died in grievous pains by famine and by the sword and by pestilence. And you laid to waste the uh, house called by your name. As it is the day uh, because of the wickedness of the house of Israel and the house of Judah. 
All right, reclining, or recalling, not reclining, recalling the promises of God. Now, I'm watching the clock here, so uh, we'll see if we can get through it. Uh, even so, our Lord, our God, you have dealt with us according to all. Uh, there it is. All right, see you soon, friends.